Welcome back to the Adventures of a Disney Dad podcast. My name is Matt. I am a dad of three and the founder of adventuresofadisneydad.com, a travel agent with the Magic for Less Travel and your host. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chip, the dad of five. Chip, how's everything going tonight? Oh, it's good. We had Super Bowl, so now we're we're on to whatever sports next. I guess it's basketball, then, then the baseball. It's... Well, life we did not get now. we did not get our Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift parade at Disneyland. No, no, no we didn't. I, I could have that, that. But really, I like seeing his family. I like seeing Patrick Mahomes' family today, though. That was pretty cool. Oh goodness. Well, that's that. Well, I've got more to say about that in a second. This week we are joined by Elizabeth and Maddie. They are known as the Mini Sisters on Instagram, but they are not sisters. And they have joined us to chat about all things Magic Kingdom for beginners. Elizabeth, Maddie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes. So I'm Maddie. I'm Elizabeth. And we are, in fact, not sisters. However, we, our moms are sisters. We're nine months apart. We were raised as sisters. Yes. So we kind of just thought that that rolled off the tongue a little bit better than the mini cousins. Yes. And we are from <laughs> Minnesota. Yes. Thus, thus the it, mini. Is, it is not, it is not mini mouse. It is mini as in M-I-N-N-E. Minnesota. Minnesota with the exactly. Minnesota that hard oh, that, those hard vowel hold hard vowels up here. I feel like every time I go to 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 chat with you guys on Instagram, I always think there's going to be an IE and there's not. So if you're definitely going to give them a follow after you listen to the episode, keep that in mind and make sure you find them. There'll also be links um, to their Instagram and socials in the show notes. So feel free to check them out. Um, we love their content and we're happy to have you guys on the show. Going back really quickly to the Taylor Swift thing, I and Patrick Mahomes in the parade. Did you guys? Did you guys see Patrick Mahomes in the parade, girls? Did you guys watch that? Yeah, I saw. We saw a ton of clips. It was like all over our feed today. Yeah. He could not. Like he could not away. have been get away like, from it. He could not have been less interested. And <laughs> I know he was literally throwing up the peace signs. Like he did. Yeah, he did not care. That's his third. I think that's his third time, and two at Disneyland, one at Walt Disney World. And I'm sure he was like loaded, hungover, probably still. Oh, he, he that there's a reason he had those sunglasses on, without a doubt. Like he yeah. was probably consumed alcohol till wee hours of the morning. <laughs> he was he was also early, so I'm guessing. Yeah, he true. Didn't sleep. They just kind of just got just went and got went. I don't know. I I saw yeah, videos God. of like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift at the after party at like 4 a.m. So you know. Like they they were basically going straight straight on a jet from Vegas to Southern California to go straight to Disneyland, which is just like we find that stuff fun, but it's also incredibly bizarre. So, oh uh, yeah, that that was a short timeline, a quick turnaround for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I still had like a little bit of hope that we were gonna see Travis Kelsey win the MVP, but I think. He had like one catch in the first half, so that was gone pretty quickly. But moving that, moving across to all our Disney talk for this episode, we're going to be talking about everything Magic Kingdom, everything you need to know for beginners, some things for veterans. Before we get into that, we're going to talk to Maddie and Elizabeth about kind of how they became content creators and how they got into this uh, crazy world of Disney content and things like that. So I, I guess just starting from the, the jump, how did you guys get started with your Instagram and working together? to create Disney content? Well, we've been, we've been Disney girls since the beginning. My dad did the college program back in the eighties. Yeah. So he worked at what is, what is now Tony's town square restaurant. Mm-hmm. Back then it was like, like a, a Mardi Gras. Yeah. It was like a New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans themed. And he just, 
had the time of his life. He loved it. He got my mom really into Disney. And then just like the whole family followed suit. Yeah, we've we've quite literally been going since we were in diapers. Like we it's always been our family's thing. Our grandparents were pass holders in the 90s and early 2000s. They, they lived, lived down in, there. Yeah, they lived in Florida. They actually went to Animal Kingdom on opening day. So wow. it's we got a lot of wow. we got a lot of roots in and in you guys are both world. annual pass holders too, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So so Minnesota annual pass holders and are the husbands also into Disney? I, I, Maddie, I think I saw you post that you got engaged at Disney, right? I, I did, and I will say that was a hundred percent to appease his wife, without a doubt. And <laughs> well, well our, our husbands, good, a good man. I did not see it coming. I'm like, how did you pull this off? Like it was truly, yeah, a dream proposal. Yeah, a lot of work went into it. Yes, yeah. and I have to say, I'm sure a lot of it yeah. came from this one over here. But we, yeah, I got engaged in happily ever after in 2018. It was amazing, but. Yeah, my husband is more into like the movies. Like he's like a big Disney movie buff. But normally when we go to the parks, it's honest, we just like to go us too. Yeah. <laughs> With the rest of our family. So they stay home and watch the dogs and the children and yes. all that fun stuff. <laughs> my husband went for the first time, just my family, like my parents, my brother. And he he said it was fun. He liked it, but he was like, "It's not something I need to do every year." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, you married the wrong girl." <laughs> That's why we have each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were like, "You two go have fun." Like, we're like, "Great, someone has to pay for these trips." So you, you were like Disney Disney kids essentially. When did you guys get the urge to start creating content? Like, how did that process of like creating your account start? Maddie's like a photographer on the side for fun. So she takes just these gorgeous photos and videos. Thank and you. she would create like little, little vacation memory videos for the family. And it kind of took off from there. Yeah, we were like, what if like this left the family group chat and maybe other people would think this stuff is interesting and fun too. And we have so much fun doing it and kind of like documenting our trips. And we have so many tips that we're like, maybe we could just like have some fun with this and share yeah. it with share it with fellow Disney lovers and see what happens. And it we've had super fun, like great success with it and a lot of fun. Yeah. We have friends who have brought their kids or they're or like gone as a big family group and have asked us for advice because that's we go a lot with like our whole family as a big group. And yeah, we just love we love helping people out. So we thought, oh, well, if we could do this for other people, why not? Yeah, that's, how, that's how Matt and I, Matt and I got started as well. We're kind of the same, yeah. way, same way. I feel like there's yeah, something about that, like being being the Disney guy in like your own friend group or family group or whatever. It got it, like it kind of snowballs into somebody telling you, why don't you help everybody else? And yeah. it, it kind of moves into into something more. So that's that's awesome that that's how you guys got started. When it comes to trips you recently went on a solo trip maddie right and yeah you guys have I literally just got back and and you have a, a trip together with the baby for the first time so tell us a little bit about like how you guys like to travel when you do disney whether it be together or solo well so the solo time the solo trip honestly that was like my first solo trip and i was already going down to florida so i was like i have to go to orlando for a couple of days so that kind of just happened like organically i wasn't planning that for like too far ahead. But when we go on our big family trips, like half of the fun that we have is the planning process. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, we like have the countdown going. We have, you know, like, okay, what are we going to do on this date? Okay. We're a month out. We're two months out. Like, oh yeah, I have alarms. Do? I have alarms set like, okay, dining opens 4am for our, 
for the trip we went on a couple what was that 2022 november yeah yeah, november 2022 that we went on with my dad it was just the three of us it was great i remember i think july is when the dining reservations opened so it was 3 a 3 or 4 a.m and i was i was like lying in bed fourth of july weekend making dining reservations for us yep she was it was she's yeah. like what do you guys think of this okay are we gonna do ohana what are we gonna do like we need to know so we enjoy the planning process so much we yeah. really we do love it do you guys like to go with your larger groups or do you guys go just the two of you we've never gone just the two of us we're really hoping to maybe this spring um yeah just the two of us just to go. the two of us um but it often is we we usually plan trips around run Disney just because that's kind of our excuse for going for our husbands. Yeah, we're oh, like, we're running, we're exercising. Events. We have to. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> the whole family's going. It'd be yeah. so silly if we didn't go too. So Makes um, sense. yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, course. it's logic, of course. And ultimately that always ends up being a full family trip. And it's really funny because everyone will be like, ah, we're not gonna do it this year. And then one group will be like, eh, actually, we just randomly decided to And then two and people, and then another aunt, and then another uncle. And, and then, then inevitably, next there's thing at yeah. least 10 of us going, yes. if not more. I was yes. about to say, like, how big are these trips? <laughs> I think the biggest one was 16. 16. In 2018, wow. we had 16 wow. people. And I'll tell you what, that was a Ooh. learning experience. Doozy. Yes. So the, we did go on a trip in last November, just the two of us with my uncle Elizabeth's yeah. dad. And it was such a fun trip because the three of us have just like the same kind of like interests on what we like to do when we're at the park. So we had like the best time. We're like the rope. three musketeers. Yeah. We're sending it all day. <laughs> rope drop to fireworks. Bro- all day long. Rope drop fireworks. <laughs> Extra magic hour. All day long. Like we had the best time. So there are plus like perks and like pros and cons of a large group and a small group too. Yeah. I think it's fun to do everything. It's just like a totally different vacation depending on the size of the group. So Chip, you got more rope droppers. I know. I've, oh I've, yeah. I get it. I get No, I can't. I got to take a too hot. Yeah, well, we but least, Chip, Chip, Chip does the midday breaks and I like, I just can't rope drop. Like it's just not, I, I, I can't, I actually it's, kind of ranted yeah. about that on Instagram this week. Like, there was somebody <laughs> that, that somebody posted like it's a big hack to get to magic kingdom two hours before they open and i'm like waiting two hours before they open is still waiting two hours like it, yeah, it doesn't exactly. but anyway I, i'll get off my well, yeah when we uh, when we rope drop we don't like get there two hours before no. like we just we roll in when they're open. And to be fair too, we don't we don't rope drop every day. We'll like okay, like we'll normally like we'll rope drop like Magic Kingdom because we're like we want to get on some rides. Well, that, you get the most bang for your buck. Yeah, but then the next Magic day Kingdom. we're like we're gonna rope drop again, and then we like look at each other at like no. six forty five, and we're like we are going to sleep in because we were at the parks <laughs> until midnight. Yeah. So, but I'm already up because I have to get the lightning. Light. That's true. You're a te- you're, you're, you're a te- you're a teacher, so you got to get up early. That's me. I mean. We just get up, we get oh, the ball yeah. rolling, and uh, I'm already up. get a and cup now of I coffee, have the kids, and I'm going. So I'm up anyway. Yep. Yeah. So uh, when you went on your recent solo trip, uh, there was one thing that really stuck out to me because I talked about it on the podcast recently, and that was your summer house. I think you did. You went just for cookies, not for the meal. And I have to know what what was your rating? Was it let's say out of ten, zero out of ten? We'd okay. understand that there are no rookie scores allowed on the podcast. So you can't give like 
a seven or an eight or an eight and a half or a nine, like none of that. So what is your rating for summer house? What's your mini sister's cookie review? Okay. So we love Gideon's. I, we get it every time. It is great. However, like sometimes you can't, you don't have the time to get the queue to wait in line. Like if you're going to spend the whole day at Disney Springs, which we frequently do like our first or last day, we really do go to Disney Springs quite a bit, but like we didn't, I didn't have time for that. I needed some cookies. Your girl needed some, a sweet treat on the way out of town. So I liked it. I, it obviously it's not Gideon's. However, like they were a strong contender in my opinion. Like I thought they were great. I would honestly, I would probably give them my honest rating. I mean, Gideon's is a 10 out of 10, obviously. Oh, I'm like nervous to give this. I'm I'm, um, I'm cringing right now so hard. I'm I know. So I like them. Because Elizabeth hasn't tried them yet. No, I haven't. Okay. So I would say my official rating and we got, I mean, we probably got like six different kinds. My uncle's like, let's get them all. I'm like, love it. Well, yeah, you have to do a taste. Yeah. Thing. So we, we got like, I think we got like double fudge, peanut butter, chocolate chip, creamsicle, like Peter, peanut butter, oatmeal. Like we got a lot. Mm-hmm. I would say my, my honest rating is probably like a 7.1. Uh, that's not bad. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. the, uh, like like a two like and, really? and the, rookie oh, yeah. rookie score that's a rookie score no, 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 no. <laughs> to be fair it was like a 2.3 or something like but but the the problem that i had with it the food the food was way better than the cookies I, the the food was yeah i haven't tried the food yet because i'm waiting to do that with her I've and elizabeth the in the good. fall yeah so the the food was outstanding and you guys should definitely check it out but the the cookies were i think they were just so overhyped like at the time I went, they had only, they hadn't been open long and all the influencers had been through and they're raving about this new cookie bar and how outstanding it is and yada, yada, yada. And it was like, I didn't expect like uncooked, not hot cookies. Like you hear cookie yeah. bar, I think you immediately think fresh, straight out of the oven. And mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't that. So I think my expectations were too high in part. But I, I really go back to if I'm at absent there being a time issue, there's just no way I would choose that over Gideon's. Yeah. So, and I mean, okay, in my rating, I will include the fact that you can use your pass holder discount, which you can't at Gideon's. So there's that. So they're cheaper. But I also like thought the ambiance was like so cute. It's like polar opposite uh, Gideon's. I also like went in with the thought of like efficiency. Like we wanted a sweet treat uh-huh. before we go. We wanted to try something new. We were in and out of there in probably like six minutes from like ordering to, and we went through, and I think on a Thursday night too, and Disney yeah. Springs was packed. The restaurant was packed. So I think like, yeah, I'll give it, I'll drop it down to a solid seven, but I thought I'm it was not, good. I mean, I'm not out here. You can't, number one, you can't change your score. Yeah, that's number two. I'm not trying to shame you into a lower score at all. And I will say that they did have me ready to buy merch. I I thought the merch was so cute. I I'm surprised I didn't if I would have had more time and we weren't leaving, I would have walked out of there with like a tumbler, a hat. Like it was so cute. But I think it's just I I went into it thinking like this is a totally separate experience than Gideon's because like you can't Mm -hmm. top that. Like you can try all you want, but like they have perfected this place. So like Mm -hmm. you can't. You can't compete with that, but I'm excited to see what Elizabeth thinks because she's like diehard, like loves Gideon's too. So like your your rating will probably be lower than mine. Well, I mean, and I love, like I'm a desserts person. Like I love a sweet treat. So I think I'll probably be, I'll probably be more critical. Yes. I'm just like, "Mm, chocolate, I'm in. I'll take three. So there's there's so many other like really good dessert options at Disney Springs too. 
that that's yeah. part of it is like it it doesn't really stick out. Chip, like, what's your favorite? I don't think I've ever asked you this. What's your favorite Disney Springs dessert spot? Beside, oh, put Gideon's aside. Yeah, you, you, Gideon's doesn't count. You can't compete. It's not even yeah. fair. Yeah, because I, I know I'll you love Gear, that one. I love Ghirardelli as well. I, we go in and get a ice cream sundae. Um, yes. I used to walk in and out of there multiple times when they'd give you the free chocolate bar. I don't think they do that anymore, but that's that's probably our go-to. I'm actually excited. I think we're going to try Salt and Straw this, this upcoming trip. We haven't yeah. had it yet. We haven't. I, even like, I like the funky flavors. I'm I'm down to try a funky flavor. The the one spot that I always see on social media that I haven't tried is the place that does the Dole Whip floats. Have you guys seen those oh, yeah. where you can get like yeah. three yeah. different types? We got back from our last trip, and my mother in law texted me, and she's like, "Why didn't you take us here <laughs> with like some <laughs> some Instagram video of like three gorgeous different Dole Whips?" And I was like. I, I mean, I knew it existed, but it just, it's, it's, isn't, you know. isn't that right by Margarita stand right by the stage? I think. Yeah. yeah it's by like world of Disney. Mm -hmm. I can't yeah. remember the name of it for the life of me right now, but they always have different types of the whip floats. So definitely check that out the next time that you're at Disney Springs. If you want to get some Dole whip, because I love it. I also just found out there's a summer house here in Chicago. Summer house on oh, the lake is in, oh. I, I, I don't know if it has the cookie bar, but I was told they have the same menu. Because I've I've guessed they're going down for spring break, and I was they had me make a dining reservation at Summer House, and they go, we love that restaurant, we we go all the time. I said, how have you possibly gone? You've never been to Disney <laughs> World, and they said that there's one year in Chicago. So I learned something new, and I need to check it out. Yeah, um, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. The, the Dole so anyway, spot is called Swirls on the Water. By the way, Swirls. That's on what water. it is. Uh, I would not have gotten that if you gave me a ten guesses. So. <laughs> I feel like I always see people post about it. So when it comes, like, what was the crowds and the weather like on your recent trip? And, and what were the dates that you went, just for reference? Yeah, so I went, let's see, the 6th through the 9th. Mm -hmm. So it was February, either right? Monday. Yeah, Fe of February, Monday to Thursday. So it, was, it wasn't bad. I mean, I'm used to, like, the wine and dine crowds, like, crazy. I mean, it definitely wasn't dead. Like, it was still super busy. Yeah. And the last day that I got there, the last time I was there the like national cheerleaders competition were there. Like there were cheerleaders everywhere, like everywhere. We could not escape them. We were laughing because they yeah. were so loud and like, we're pretty loud. Like, well, and you were staying at all-star sports yes. too. So that was oh. part of it. Yeah. So we stayed there for a couple days. We, they did, uh, we did Swan and Dolphin for a couple days and then um, all-star sports for a couple days and they were everywhere. Like it was so loud and we were laughing, you know, at, at their little outfits. Like it was cute. They were, they were having fun. However, like, Teenage girls running around everywhere. I was like, it is time for me to leave. But we, it was, it wasn't bad. We did have, we did have pretty chilly weather. I mean, we're, yeah, cold. yeah we're from Minnesota. So I'm used to the cold, but I'm not used to like the cold in Florida. So it kind of threw me off a little bit during the day. It was beautiful. I mean, we wore like jeans and like layers, whatever. But at night, I mean, it got down to like 45 degrees. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was chilly. not, yeah, I was not used to that. So it was chilly. That's interesting. The I think you know you quickly learned that February is not like a dead spot at Walt Disney World. Yeah. All right, ladies. What is your what? What do you think the best coffee is at Walt Disney World besides Gideon's Cold Brew? Well, oh my gosh, yeah. that peanut butter cold brew. <laughs> and, and and like to to preface it, I I can't stand Joffrey's. So I I am yeah. always on the search now now that I'm a coffee drinker for the best coffee at Walt Disney World. Chip put me on to the peanut butter cold brew at Gideon's, which was awesome. 
But do you guys have any, like, how do you guys handle coffee when you go down on a vacation? If I'm drinking coffee for enjoyment, we, like Maddie said, we usually we always stay at the Dolphin. So they have a little coffee shop fuel. So we'll go down there and grab like, like lattes. A, like a fu- yeah, like a fun drink. If we're in the parks drinking coffee, it's it's for fuel. Yes. Like, like we're getting it for fuel cream, and fuel alone. Yeah, like regular coffee, cream, sugar, shortest line. And I'm going for like a double shot of espresso. Yeah. I'm going to send it and chase it with a donut and yeah. we're, we are going. Like, so I love Starbucks, but I can get Starbucks anytime. I don't have time to wait in line. Yep. Time is money when you are in the parks. So you guys don't mind when Joffrey's tastes like concrete. You're just trying to inhale it. And we rip it. Like, and if we're, yeah, like to Elizabeth's point, like if we're going to sit and enjoy a cup of coffee, like we're going to sit and find a cute spot at the resort or go to the boardwalk, like walk oh, around. I love grabbing a coffee yeah. at the boardwalk in the morning if I have time. Yeah. But we're, so nice. when we're at the park, like we are not enjoying that coffee. We are, it's strictly in fuel, caffeine. We like, it's. Probably because we got up, you know, to do Genie Plus and we're rope dropping and we're like, we are going to, we can't make it to our next lightning lane. So we need some fuel. <laughs> well, you guys mentioned the Swan and Dolphin and I, I've never stayed there. Chip, have you ever stayed there? No, I actually might stay there the day before we get to Disney. Do it. <laughs> yes. Do it. it. Yes. <laughs> I'm always intrigued by it because, you know, I, I have like Marriott points from through work. And mm-hmm. one of the few yep. things that people don't know is that you can book a Disney package at the Swan and Dolphin and, and put your tickets together and all that stuff. And you can use Marriott points. So, yep. and you can actually also book it separately through Marriott, but I wouldn't recommend doing that for a number, a number of different reasons. But putting that aside, like, what do you guys think? What's your review of the Swan and Dolphin and why do you like staying there? I mean... 10 out of 10 is our we review. love it. It's our favorite. Um, we even better than there. any of the Disney resorts. Well, so we love, I mean, we love the poly too. Like we love the poly. However, okay, I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. Yeah, Polly's a 10 out of 10. We'll poly, give it a nine. 10 out of 10 theming everything. But okay. we started, so we started saying at the Dolphin, my dad used to go down for like conventions and stuff back when I was a kid and he would just bring my mom and my brother and I. And now he travels a lot for work. So he has the Marriott points. So for me, like that's my home park. Yeah. Or not my home park. Sorry. My home home resort. Like I've been going there since I was three. Like I still have the little dolphin stuffed animal that they gave me when I was sick on one trip when I was like six. We've got a lot of roots there too. Yeah. And it's nostalgic big, a little bit, right? And yeah, it's very nostalgic. Our, I mean, and so much of Disney is yeah. You'll find like a lot of the stuff that we love is like nostalgia based. Like we've yeah. been going for so long that we we love the new stuff, of course. But like a lot of our choices and our like, yeah. favorite things, really, we tug at the heartstrings of oh, ourselves. R.I.P. Splash. We're oh, so we're so excited! <laughs> Can't wait. Princess and the Frog, one of my favorite movies. So excited. Tiana, one of my favorite princesses. Splash was our all-time favorite ride. Yeah, that was that was did, really. Did you guys get to go towards the end? Oh yes. yes, we went on like six times our last trip. Oh my gosh, we went on <laughs> back and like over and over and over. We laughed because we were like looking back at some of our photos of our like last night that we were there, and yeah. all of our shirt, our shirts, you, can see, the you can see like the splash marks. We're like, oh, there's a piece of her that will live on. It's <laughs> like the people that put the water on eBay. Did oh, you guys I, see that, that was out of control. Yeah, I mean, Crazy. we love it, but we were like, calm down, calm down. Crazy. 
the I, so let, let's let's like let's put well, this into perspective here. So is is the Swan and Dolphin like your home resort? We love it, and That's I my mean, home so like I the reasons I love it too is like I'm a pool girl. Like I, mm. you'll catch me in the pool. I love to swim. I love a hot tub. I love like a midday pool break. Yeah, and they have so many options. They have like they have so many pools, and they have a waterfall and slides and multiple hot tubs. And mm-hmm. it, I like it because there's like a there's a good amount of children there, you know, having fun. But there's also like some quiet spots for adults when you're just yeah. trying to like have some peace and quiet. Their hot tubs are open late, so we love it. And their food, um, they have a like ton have- of food options too that are open till like one a.m. Yeah, they have late night food options, which is always great when you're getting back from the park late. Um, and the other, I would say one of the top reasons to book it is because you ha- are within or so, you have the friendship boats. All right. So I, I got to put this into context for anyone listening that hasn't stayed at the Swan and Dolphin. Oh, yes. yes. If you were to compare it to the moderate resorts at Disney, would you rank it number one? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Now let's let's do the deluxe. Do Let's do the monorail resorts. Where okay. would you rank it in terms of Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Swan and Dolphin. Well, Polly's our yeah, number one. Like Always. we okay. love the Polynesian. Well, I feel like it gets tougher with the the other two. It does. See, okay, it does. It but does. if we're talking about like it the, the financially as well like it's a good bang for your buck like oh, yeah. it's, a, it's always a good price especially if you are someone who stays at Marriott's a lot you the points yeah you get your points but I also so you, think that it, it it gives you the boardwalk amenities without paying like for yacht and beach and you know yeah. those are all and that's such a beautiful resort such area. a beautiful resort area so you would probably put it number two based on the value that you get from Swan yeah Dolphin? I mean I don't know would you pick I would I would I would pick it over Grand because I think Grand's theming needs updating. a revamp. I agree. Yeah. The Grand, I, I'll take I'll, I'll take this. The recent news about Grand Floridian with Park Flair, Fair coming back with new a new character meal, I think changes it changes the game for the Grand Floridian, in my I opinion. Know. Yes. I, like, I think so. I just think it's a little, t- it, it, they need a refresh. It's a little tired. It's a little stiff. Yeah. And little I know they, stuffy. they tried with like Enchanted Rose, but n- I mean, this is a tangent, but at this point, like pick a theme. Yeah. Like, yeah what oh, is the I, theme? Yeah. Pick literally just pick anything and stick to it. Like we will, we'll follow you, but so I, I, yeah, I, I would say that. Polly is first, first, for sure. Then Grand. or excuse uh, me, Polly, then Swan and Dolphin, then Grand. Is Grand. I don't even know. Is, I think. I don't think is it considered deluxe or moderate? I don't even know. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not yeah. categorized. The, the oh, yeah. oh yeah, you're right. I guess it's not. But you all. It, but that's a true. You get the amenities of a deluxe resort. You get yep. early entry, extra you magic get extra hours, magic hours. Um, like the extra magic it. hours alone are unreal. Like I, when I was just there, oh yeah, I when I was by myself, I did the extra magic hours from staying at the Swan and Dolphin, and I was able to ride like seven rides. It was yeah. unreal. Like I, it was. <laughs> I walked right on to, to mine train and I was like, what? Like I, this never happens. I literally walked right on, walked right through the queue. I was like, wow, this is a long walk when you're not going, you know, super slow. So- have you stayed at all three of them? Have you stayed at the reserve as well? We haven't stayed at the oh, reserve. Stayed at the reserve, just the dolphin, the dolphin and the swan. Yep. Yep. Okay. Swan is nice because it has queen size beds. Yeah. The beds are bigger. I will say the dolphin, if you're getting two beds in your room you can have a king size bed or if you do two beds in your room they are doubles and that is okay. tight <laughs> yeah yeah yikes Not as no, I, think, 
I think the only downside of their rooms is there's some rooms with no view at all, right? They're like interior categorized rooms with no oh. view. I, I guess we've been we've okay, but I think I think that we've been spoiled though because of yeah. Marriott points got that, that we get. Yeah. We always get a view. We've got those sweet <laughs> points, so we're always looking at. Thanks, Uncle Dave. Something good. We can usually <laughs> see the we can usually see the fireworks. Yeah, from Epcot. Big, which is the big other shout out to Uncle Dave. Yeah, shout out Uncle Dave. We joke. We're like, he's our CFO. He's our CFO. We love him. So he's the mini dad. Yeah, mini dad. We love him. There was there was a point where I was looking at booking like the beginning of March. I was looking at the Swan and Dolphin with Marriott points, and I, I there I was just blown away that there was a room with no view at all. And I yeah, was like, I what does that entail? That I think it must mean like there are some that kind of face each other because yeah, it's like an interior view. That's yeah, why definitely yeah yeah, yeah it's and it, it, like, face each other. It reminds me of when you're in MCO in the airport, right there in that lobby, and it's oh, like yeah, the little view oh, yes. of the airport yes. lobby. Yes. Like I, I don't wow, want exactly. like I don't want to see that. So like as I'd much rather as we just love the carpet, wall. we don't need to look out on the balcony and see it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt loves that the is carpet. exactly right. I I do. Who doesn't love who doesn't love that? Oh, carpet? it's oh, it's a signal. Icon. It's the signal of your trip beginning. It's the it's, it's the, the symbol. Yeah. It's the epitome of if you know, you know. It is really what it comes down to. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we like get into our real main segment, because we've we've been going long, I, I do want to ask, you've got the first trip with the baby coming up. And I think if I remember right, the baby is four months old now. Yep. Yep. And when is when is the first trip and kind of how has your planning changed now that you're going with the baby for the first time? It's so his first trip will be in November. So he'll be 13 months, which feels like a good age. You know, he'll be hopefully sleeping by then <laughs> I get and that. Yeah, yeah right it's i'm a, i'm nervous to be honest but the best tip we've heard for bringing babies to disney is to bring their grandparents so top tip well done we will be doing that and i will be running my first half marathon because we're going for wine and dine race weekend so that's a little nerve-wracking too to be doing such a big race while also having the baby there. But I think that the good thing is that we will be with our huge, our big family. That oh, trip. yeah. So it's like all hands on deck. We'll be there. My hope is I don't even see him the whole day. Yeah. I'll just see him at night. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you later. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I, I, did, I did the marathon, not 2024, but 2023 when my son was very little. So he was six months. And then we had the two older ones. And it... I feel like with uh, wine and dine, it's a little easier on spectators because it's only a half. Totally. And, oh, I, yeah. and I say only a half, not like a half is a, a huge accomplishment. But you're not, you don't have as much to bounce around to try and see your runner, which yeah. I think mm-hmm. makes it a little easier for like your big family trying to see you finish and trying to see you on the course and things like that because you're not like trying to deal with all the people trying to get from 800 different places. Yeah. Um, but I definitely agree, and I think Chip would agree too. You got to bring the grandparents. Oh, of course, yes. makes it. We're makes doing it, it for them, easier. the memories. <laughs> exactly. So let, let's. Let, that's an awesome. We're happy to have you on the show, and we appreciate you giving everybody a little bit of background into kind of how you guys do Disney. Let's talk a little bit about Magic Kingdom for first-time planners, and so we're going to kind of go around the group and talk about favorite attractions, foods, Genie Plus kind of all the things that you would need to know. And let, let's let start a little bit with attractions. 
And the, the big one is Tron and Seven Dwarves Mind Train. One of our listeners reached out and asked specifically about individual lightning lanes and whether or not Seven Dwarves and or Tron are worth it for individual lightning lanes. I think for people that aren't aware, individual lightning lanes are when you can buy that attraction because Seven Dwarves Mind Train is not included in Genie Plus. Tron is a virtual queue that you can do for free, but it's you know a lottery, a crapshoot. So 15 to 20 dollars, and you get per person, you get seven dwarves, mine train, or tron. Girls, what do you think? And then Chip, I want to get your thoughts on this. Are they worth it? Are you guys buying it on your trips? Or what are you what's your thought? I have, I mean, an unpopular opinion, probably. I really don't think seven dwarves mine train is I worth agree. it. If you if it if you really, really want to rope drop or get in line during the fireworks. Yep. Great tips. Those would be, yeah, those would be my top two tips. Otherwise, if it's something that you really, really want to do, I think I did it when I went on a trip with my husband, just the two of us, because we really wanted to do it. So we paid the extra money. I was like, okay, this is fine. And then you, when we went, we rope dropped, we it. Rope dropped it. And so that made it worth it because oh, it's a really it's nice, short, and, but it's short too. It's a nice smooth <laughs> ride, but it's done like that. So I'm not waiting uh-huh. two hours for that. And that is Jeff, not a popular opinion. I, yeah. I feel like it's super, people love it. Yeah. I, 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 I do think it's like, it's something that people love. That's, that's for sure. Jeff, what do you think? I, I agree. There's only one ride I would pay for, and it's not a Magic Kingdom, and that's oh Star Wars. Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance is that's the only ride I would pay extra for. I've been to Magic Kingdom since multiple times since Seven Doors opened. I've yet to ride it. I just I always forget that. I'm not going to wait in line for it. Totally. Well, but do your kids ask about it? it? Yeah, and then I say it's a two-hour wait. We're not waiting. Let's go ride Big Thunder three times, and it's yeah, a better right. roller coaster. Disney math. I mean, going back to the coffee, time is money. Disney math. Yes. yes. The the time is money part is the reason why I wasn't up paying for it, and so I'll <laughs> I'll take the contrary opinion. I I do think they've all raised very good points about rope dropping it. Keep in mind though, too, like there is something to be said for like everybody's going to be trying to rope drop it. So yeah. you like if you if you are like towards the front of that crowd, it's not like you're not gonna wait at all. You're still gonna wait a little bit, but that the queue for that ride is also fun. But the one thing I'll say is like if you've got kids, that's okay. where like that's my that's been my experience is that my kids absolutely love that ride, and I'm never gonna wait two hours for it. And I also don't rope drop, so I have to pay for it. That's <laughs> like. Yeah. Because it's that point, time is money. Like I'm not gonna wait two hours for anything. Period. So, but it does get up being it's it's expensive. Like when we had eight people, fifteen bucks a head is plus genie plus is not a cheap day at the parks. So you got to keep that in mind too. But but what do you guys? So what's what's the word? I'll go ahead, Chip. I was gonna say if I don't get genie plus one day this trip, I might do it just to say we've done it and we have something Mm -hmm. to look forward to. But that would be probably the only stretch of. But I would not do it for Tron. Don't do it for Tron. That, so that's <laughs> the one I was going to ask. So, so Chip, you, your thought is you would not pay for individual lightning lane for Tron. Girls, no. what do you? What are you? What's your thought on Tron individual lightning lane? So I just went on. Elizabeth hasn't been on it yet. I haven't been on it. I just did it the first time. I did the virtual queue. I was right. I was refreshing at six fifty-five. Yeah. So you know, 
I got on right away. It actually is funny because I got on, I was like so stoked. And then I was the next person in line and it shut down. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, (laughs) oh, I was the very next person. I think I saw you talk about once you went back, it took a while though, right? Yes. And so it, in they were like, come back during fireworks. It's going to be, we're dead. And I was like, okay. Cause they said, you know, I was like straight up with the cast member. I'm like, is this come, coming back on? And she was like, no, it's not. So come back tonight. We'll honor it. It's much cooler at night, which I wanted to ride at night. Anyway, it ended up being a blessing. But. It was, but I was still waiting in line for an hour and 15 minutes. And I was like, well, I miss happily ever after it was still packed. But I do think that that probably would have worked had it not been shut down for such a big chunk of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a ton of people came back and that's why, but I don't know. Like I, I love roller coasters. I thought it was so sick. I would not pay for it. I don't think, but that virtual, the virtual queue I think is nice, but I don't think it'd be worth it unless you go at night. So that's the other thing is like, you can't control when your virtual queue is. So it's kind of like yeah. a catch 22. I don't know. But at night, like I, th- I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much during the day. If I go uh, so, on it, I'll probably pay for it. Just, yeah. Just, just for the just one time. Done with, yeah. But then I don't think I would ever do that again. You you touched on so many of my my thoughts. Number one, like when you do the virtual queue, the for the most part, there's a long line still. Yeah. Which is the frustrating part. Like you're you're still waiting at least like 45 minutes usually. Mm-hmm. And we we did that once where we had the virtual queue. And I was the guy that was sitting with the three kids while my in-laws and my brother-in-law and my wife all went. And it was a long time. Like, like they, they were in yeah. there for close to an hour. And so like, if you, if you do want that, like walk on immediately experience, it can be worth it to save the time to pay for it. But the other part is like, if you're doing it the first time, never ridden Tron before, you have to do it at night. And the only way to guarantee that is to pay for it. That's yeah, the yeah. unfortunate worth, part. You of it. need to do it at night. It, it's such yeah. a different experience. Like I would have, and I will say too, had it been, I like, if I wasn't by myself, I would not have waited in that line. I was, yeah. and I also had extra magic hours. So I knew mm-hmm. I was going to be able to go on extra rides that night, walk on because you know, they were open till midnight, but it, yeah, the nighttime is like such a game changer. Like those lights, it's, it's such a like, better experience in my opinion. The The music too. Like that, that ride is themed so well that you get the music and it kind of goes through that whole area at the same time too. But that, that I I can't imagine how disappointed I'd be riding it during the day. Like the first time, especially. Yep. I would have been so mad. And if I would have waited all that, because I waited in that virtual queue to get in for 45 minutes still. And then at that Mm -hmm. 45 minute mark, and then I was like, walked away and I'm like, wait, I actually like want to ride this at night. So I think it worked out, but (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, your first time pay for it to do it at night just so you can say you did it. But like, for me, I don't, I'll be fine. Not going on it again for a while. I mean, now guardians, that's a different story. Oh, well that's, but I'll pay for guardians. I, I love guardians, but Toronto was like, eh, like it was super cool, but I don't, it's nothing too crazy. Fair, fair. So let's talk favorite attractions at Magic Kingdom. Chip, let's, I'll start with you on this one. What is your, like you, your kids, your family in general, what are your must-do attractions or your top, like one or two? Um, Probably one would have been Splash, but no Splash oh. now. I'm oh. going to say it, it's Big Thunder. Big Thunder is probably number one. Number two is Pirates. My kids love mm. Pirates. I have no idea why they just, my daughters love it. Like my young, my four-year-old, she's like, dad, I want to go ride pirates. When can we go ride pirates? Can we watch the pirates POV on 
YouTube. Like it's that kind of stuff. So I love that. Girls, what what's your what are your thoughts? Like what pick one or two? What are your top, kind of top two rec- uh, recommendations you'd have? Pirate. Oh yeah. oh no. Pirates. I mean, our favorite. Again, like coming back to the piece. I mean, Splash would be our number one, which I will love Tiana's, but but I think yeah, like we love pirates, we love haunted mansion. Yeah, and I I love Jungle Cruise. Like if you get a good skipper, like it is so entertaining. Like Mm -hmm. I had a great skipper the last time that I was there. He was Mm -hmm. so funny. He like made my whole night. Well, and that it's different every time. So that's always fun about Jungle Cruise is you don't know. I mean, some of the jokes are always the same backside of water, but Jungle (laughs) Cruise is fun because the skippers usually will make it their own. Yep. We also love the people mover. We do. Yeah. The older we get, we're like, the people mover is the spot. Like we're sitting here and we're like, this is kind of it. Like that's where you go midday. Yeah. Because again, because we're Swan and Dolphin, if we're at Magic Kingdom, we're going all day because we're not going back for midday naps. (laughs) So we'll hit up the people mover, take a little nap, kick our feet up. We actually, we got stuck on the part of people mover when the last time we went together, we got stuck like right as you're entering Space Mountain. And it was like, it was pitch black. And we were like, what if we just took a nap really quick? Like, we were there for, like, seven minutes. We were like, should we just take a little snooze? It's, like, pitch black. It's kind of relaxing. Yeah. So we've really grown into, like, loving. We're in our people mover era, we think. (laughs) I I, That is my, like, number one attraction for myself. Like, when I go on solo trips, you'll find me multiple times on the people mover because I, I just think it's amazing. Especially if you go at like sunset when you come around and you get that view of Magic Kingdom and the castles coming down. It's like the that's hands on the best view of the castle is when you're on People Mover. Some of my favorite like photos and videos that I've ever taken have been from the People Mover of the castle when like the sun's going down or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. a great way to like get a rest in for a few minutes and there's never a line. It's like the kids always kind of get in get into it a little bit, which I appreciate. But like. The outside of Big Thunder and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, the rest of them are all kind of clumped together for me. So, yeah. it, like, there's not one that really sticks out. Like, I gotta do, you know, the Haunted Mansion or Jungle Cruise. Like, they're they're all great and they all have their place. But it's it's always the you know Seven Dwarfs, Big Thunder, and the People Mover kind of have their their place for me. So, and it, it, the People Mover always gets overlooked. That's the other thing, like, oh, yeah. it, which is what we like know. about it. I'm like, I need to speak. We need to stop talking about how much we love it or people okay. are going to catch on to us. And it's going to bump up to a 50 minute wait. Yeah. But you got to talk about it so that these people that are going for the first time, they don't like miss. Oh, it. absolutely. True. Yeah. They need, you and need then, to, don't sleep on the people mover. Or exactly. if you're us, you so can sleep sure you on stop. the people mover. <laughs> there, there have been, <laughs> there have been lines there the last like few times i've yeah. been and i feel like i've i've seen pictures cuz i always joke that it's finally getting the respect that it deserves yeah uh, which, i waited 20 which, minutes yeah. for it and i was like i'll wait i oh, honestly yeah. would wait like it's it's relaxing and it's long too like it's yeah. worth the wait well, and I have to give a special shout out. My family in particular, we love Carousel of Progress. Yeah, you do. We do. And that's another really nice place to nap. Uh, I know. I'm- I know. My husband's so cute. We were describing the different rides to him on his first trip. And we were like, okay, what do you want to, what do you want to get a fast pass for? And he's R.I.P. Like, fast pass. Right. But he's like, carousel of progress. And we were like, oh, like, no, that's not something you fast no. pass. That's something you like, oh, it's, you know, we don't really know what we're going to do next. We might as well go hit carousel of progress. And, Let's go hit, you so know, we can stack our genie pluses while we yeah. sit in the air conditioning. So, so this is a fun question, and I, I want to ask Chip this too. But now that you've gone, have you both you both gone with your spouses? 
Yeah. Was there one ride that you hyped up to your spouse that they ended up like being like, what's the big deal about this? Ooh. Chip, think about this one because I'm coming to you next. Yeah. I know. Um, I know it right I off feel the bat. Like... Oh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. It's a tough question. I know. I didn't. This wasn't one that I hyped up to him, but when we went on Everest, I remember when it started to go backwards he freaked out because he, I didn't tell him anything. So he wasn't Hmm. expecting it. And so like, that was funny as someone who goes all the time. Oh, I have one. Like I wasn't even thinking about the fact that it goes backwards. And then he was like, wait, what's happening? Mine would be (laughs) spaceship earth. My husband's like, I don't get it. And I was like, Oh, you got, he was like, what? Like, you know, so that would be one where he was like, this is, like, what are we, you know, I don't, yeah, like, I don't get it. It's like, I don't get it. Like, what's, what are we doing? I was like, it's earth. Like it's, it's our spaceship <laughs> earth. And he was like, I don't see the hype, but that's again, a nostalgic one that we love yeah. too. That's a perfect answer. Chip, what's yours? So I have two, both one happened, both happened this last trip, haunted mansion. My wife's like, I don't get it. it just doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. And then the other one was the Tiki room, which we did it at night and I was just like, yeah, let's just go do it. And she's like, this is terrible. Can we leave? (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly actually haunted mansion is ours. Like my wife and I did an after hours date night, which, so we did the take the grandparents, grandparents, watch the kids. We did date night after hours at magic kingdom. And we went straight to haunted mansion. That was like one of the first things we did. And we got off of it. My wife was like, we just don't need to ever do that again. Like (laughs) It's not scary. Like, I feel like she got a little more of the nostalgia because the movie had like just came out after I think we got back, Mm. but I think she appreciated a little bit more after like having some interest in the story or whatever. But Mm -hmm. that was definitely one where it's like, I I, like, yeah, whatever. Like what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like the nostalgia, unless you have that nostalgia hit, it just, there's like, all right, well, that, Mm -hmm. that was fine. And it always gets stuck. I, I was, oh gosh, I've, I've been on that ride when it's oh, gotten stuck way too many We times. were just talking about the worst place we got stuck is right as you're when going backwards. So her, we were stuck at like, like laying on our backs in the dark at with like the a ceiling. 40 degree angle. Yeah. We were like, this is not ideal. But again, yeah. Nap. yeah, but we were like, what yes. should we take a nap? We just, we're just napping on the rides. Yeah. That's our house. Yeah. 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 We've gotten stuck at some hilarious spots on rides. I got stuck and took a nap during the Christmas party on Haunted Mansion. And I, cause I was stuck for like 25 minutes and I, I legitimately, I was there for an agency thing and I absolutely passed out. I did, I did not enjoy that ride. (laughs) I was with a bunch of agents. So I was like basically by myself and I was like, I, I, I did not, that was not for me, but let's, so let's talk about Genie plus. Yep. Genie plus strategy at magic kingdom. Rope drop. You girls, you guys and Chip are going to have to be the rope drop experts because I just don't do it. So, I mean, I I can tell people how to do it, but I don't like to personally do it. So the first question is, do you guys like to use Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom or do you just stick with your rope drop strategy? So we do both. So just kind of like starting with rope drop, we have kind of like a hot take because we don't like... mind train is just not a priority for us. I mean, sometimes we will do it like when it was just us two, that's fine. But when it's like our big family, we actually rope drop Adventureland. We, because while you're waiting in line for Adventure Frontier. Yeah. And Adventure Frontierland. And like, so like we will go on Big Thunders. We went on Splash with Tiana's whatever now. And we'll go on Pirates, Jungle Cruise. We'll get all these. Jungle Cruise is an open for 
Oh yeah, rope, rope drop. drop. But I we'll be we'll we can be right there at the yeah. end of it. But we mm-hmm. like we were able to go on all these rides and we're not there's not a crowd. Like we are able yeah. to walk. We don't have to sprint. There's no pushing. It's not like a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. So we like to rope drop Adventureland and then Frontierland. That's kind of like our hot take where everyone's going to yeah. Fantasyland or Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Like we never rope drop that way. Yeah. If you I do think Genie Plus is totally worth it at Magic Kingdom though. Yes. I mean there are so many rides at that park. So I, it's if you're going to get it at one park, get it at that one. Yeah, Elizabeth is like the Genie Plus wizard <laughs> of our family. Like I I didn't even get Genie Plus this last time when it was just me because I was like, I'm not going to be able to do it the way she does it. And I'm just going to get frustrated. So I'm just not going to do it at all. She should have made her do it remote for you. Well, I said she's going to sabotage me. You know, her mom asked. She was like, can you just like do it for us? And I was like, no. I said she's going to sabotage like, me and, and sign me up for like Carousel Progress because yes. I she's the, I'm there without her. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I was up anyway with the baby. I mean, I could have done it, yeah. but I, out of principle, I wasn't going to. Yes. There you go. But she's the, the, she the queen. I, I think that is the the hot take. Like, no matter what you're going to do, you have to think that everybody that's rope dropping is going to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yeah. Um, or so, Peter Pan's flight. Or, yeah, Peter Pan. Or Peter Pan's flight. And it, the funniest thing about this entire Genie Plus thing at Magic Kingdom is if you don't get Genie Plus and you wait a really long time for a lot of these rides, you're going to end up really, really angry. And yeah. I say that because, like, Peter Pan's flight, I, I, you can say that about a lot of them, like Jungle Cruise pirates haunted mansion if you're going for the first time you don't have that nostalgia factor and you wait like an hour and a half for one of those you are going to be underwhelmed <laughs> and you're yeah. like not, this is not a fun time waiting two hours for yeah. peter pan's flight well and especially jungle cruise because that queue is brutal i mean it is just when you think just when you think that you're done there's like another loop and you're yeah. like oh i mean and yeah. it's and it's it's boring and it's hot. At least Peter yeah. Pan's flight, you're inside and it's interactive. It's interesting. Yeah. And you no, you you could not pay me to wait two hours for Peter Pan's flight. And that, I we think did about it that. Never. Yeah, we did Ooh. it because we rope drop mine train and we Peter Pan was like a 15 minute wait. And we we're like, oh my gosh, we need like, to we do haven't this. been on this in years. We need to do this just to say that we did it in yeah. 15 minutes. I mean, we ended up waiting like 20 minutes, but it was worth it because Oh we, no, not even 20. I yeah, it was think. like 15. Yeah. yeah. We did it and we were like, this is cute. Like the queue is cute. It's interactive. Like your yeah. hands up with the Tinkerbell and the butterflies. Like that's yeah. cute. But I would never. I have a St. Bernard, so I love Nana. Yeah, like, but that is, no, would, you're like, the, we will not be doing that for a long time. No, no. And that was another one. We got stuck in a really funny spot. We got stuck, like, between London and Neverland staring at a black wall. Yeah, we couldn't even, like, see anything below us. We were like, oh, all right. And that was a long wait, too. Yeah, it was, like, 20 minutes. But, yeah, I mean, and, again, it's, it. that's another nostalgia ride where you ride it and you're like, oh, it was so much better when i was a kid yeah this one's not that great now i I feel like that's and that's why i feel like genie plus can be so beneficial is because like if you don't wait that long you're you're not you're not as disappointed but chip what's your thought on rope drop and genie plus strategy at magic kingdom so kind of going with them so when you rope drop majority of time they only let you into tomorrowland fantasyland and then you've got to wait till like regular park opening to get into Adventureland. Yeah. Um, so we screwed up this last time and I didn't realize that that, that they didn't let you into Adventureland right away. So we just kind of walked around. We did the, the, the carousel like two or three times. My, cause my, my younger kids loved it. And then we did, it's a small world, five minute wait. 
And then we kind of worked our way back over to Fantasyland, did Pirates and Jungle Cruise, and then just kind of worked our way. But like they said, there's nobody back there. It's dead. Dead. Yeah. Once you get to It's a Small World, there's nobody back there. It's it's phenomenal. The the good thing too, if you do get Genie Plus, is that like when and I tell people this a lot, when you go to Hollywood Studios, you're in my opinion, you're forced to stack lightning lanes because mm-hmm. if you get Slinky Dog Dash, you you're probably not gonna get it until later in the day. And you have to make that your first selection, otherwise you're not getting it. So if you get Slinky Dog Dash at like 3 p.m., then you can't book another lightning lane until two hours after the park opens. So you might as well just stack them and, you know, plan your day out that way. The good thing about uh, Magic Kingdom is it's kind of the opposite. Nothing's going to sell out immediately in terms of what Genie Plus selections you can have. Like, obviously, you want to do the virtual queue for Tron right away, but like you don't have to pick Peter Pan's flight first like to make sure that you get it because when your next selection pops up for the most part, you're going to be able to get whatever you want. It just may be that, you know, Peter Pan's flight is four in the afternoon or whatever the case may be, but at least you're not like locked out of stuff from Mm -hmm. the get go. And then there's good stuff still available. We've talked a lot on the podcast about how like you, you go to Epcot and you know, you book Frozen and then you try and get Remy second. Then after that, it's kind of sparse. It's either yeah. everything's gone or there's not like something worth Genie Plus, and you know mm-hmm. you get other problems. So like, I, I don't remember which one of you mentioned it, but Magic Kingdom really is the best bang for your buck on Genie it Plus. Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, and the stacking is the stacking is the way to do it. And there there is just so much more like quantities of rides to choose from. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not your favorite option, you know, like it's still fun. Like they're all still fun rides, you know, it's, yeah. they all have a piece that you'll enjoy. Yeah. So, and- so, so one of my, one of my tips is I always take an afternoon break during the summer. It rains. So mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll book, I'll book rides that are going to close because of the storm. And then I get an anytime fast pass. That's, oh. that's a good hack. I that's love that. Hack. Dude, I, 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 I love that for us. Ooh, put that in our pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and we love going, I mean, but we love going to the park when it rains anyway. That's like our favorite time to go to the Hollywood studios. Like we, so oh, that was, that, that was a question I want to ask you guys about. So in general, and this doesn't apply just to Magic Kingdom, but I've, I've seen you guys talk about the rainy days. What, what tips would you have for people that are going and they're worried about it raining and ruining their vacation and things like that? What tips do you guys have? So embrace, it. embrace it like you're there you paid <laughs> yes. for this and i will say i know matt that you hate the sandals at the park like i know that's your oh my pick. gosh but the only time and we're with <laughs> you the biggest only, only time. time it's acceptable is when it's raining because yes. like it makes it if your feet if you're not worried about getting your tennis shoes soaked and like it is it's we and wear a poncho longer than your backpack like we put our whole outfit on and then we put the poncho over the backpack yeah. wear a hood like you look like quasimodo it's you great. look crazy but like we got on i mean we got on we went on sticky dog three times in a row like no i can't i can't go that's on it feat. anymore yeah. because that was so much fun and we, yeah rain. we say we can't go on it not in the rain because we were we were like cry laughing the whole time we're like what is You're happening pelted in the face yes and the other tip we have is we bring a towel from the hotel we obviously yes. return, bring it back to the hotel but we take a little hand towel with us in our backpack to dry off your hands, dry off your phone. You know, like if anything mm-hmm. gets wet, like just put, do that in general. Yeah. I mean. Bring a little towel mm-hmm. with you. I know it does take up space, but if it's going to rain, like you're, I mean, we ended up using it the whole day. 
Yeah. I um, mean, and just, br- again, bring a little towel in general. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Florida. It's hot. Yeah. But we, the, we love going to the parks in the rain. I, I will go to Disney Springs and buy another pair of shoes before I will wear sandals. <laughs> we agree with you normally, but uh, I will say it, there, it there's was, no chance. it was painful. Like I, I wear like Maddie, you wore Converse. Like oh my gosh, that your, was so dumb. Trip. Like I'm always wearing like my thick, like orthopedic shoes like, like hokas and stuff like yeah, that we oh hokas, yeah hokas. yeah two yeah. hoka girls like i'm wearing my hokas i'm wearing my on running shoes yeah the 13 hours in converse although i was like my outfit looks so much cuter <laughs> i'll never do that again no <laughs> i got back and i was like holy smokes that was too much in the platform mm-hmm. converse and again, i don't i don't often... judge people in the converse as much anymore because they're owned by nike so i feel like they're more comfortable than like the original flat converse so they're not mm-hmm. as Short bad tailors. but like, i i just I can't imagine. God bless you, because I I couldn't put myself through that. We just do it that one day, and then the, they, and then we're like, oh yeah. There just, you go. Just but when it rains, just when it rains. De- definitely always make sure you bring extra shoes. If you're not bringing sandals for when it rains, always bring extra shoes. That's that's my oh, biggest yeah. thing. But you definitely do have to embrace it because it, it it can it it only ruins it as much as as you let it. I think. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing you can do, so you might as well make the most mm-hmm. of it. And the parks are dead. Like people go home or they go back to the hotel mm-hmm. or they go you know, go to Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will do that. So we like, we get on so many rides and they don't yeah. close, they don't close them down unless it's thundering and lightning. So if it's just rain, send it, like yeah. do it have fun. And the other big thing that I've seen now, as I'm looking into going with kids, cover your stroller. Yeah. Cover mm. your stroller. It, even if it's bright and yep. sunny outside, you don't know what's going to happen. And they, they do give you stroller covers when you rent from most of the major companies uh, in Universal mm, or uh, in, at Walt Disney World. Don't ever rent the plastic stroller from Walt Disney World. I'll say that 100 million, <laughs> 100 million times. But if you rent one from one of like Scooterbug or one of the others, they, they, they give it to you. The big thing of plastic. I always get frustrated because you have to take it out, the plastic cover out from the underneath the stroller. When you go through security, mm-hmm. but so let's, let's talk food a little bit really. Cause we're, we're getting long and I want to make sure we talk about food, quick service and table service. Let's talk about them a little bit at the same time. Girls, what are, what are your favorite spots to recommend for someone that has not been to Walt Disney world before that you guys absolutely love, whether it be quick service or table service. If you're going with a big group, crystal palace, because a buffet is always your best bet with a big group and it's a great character dinner or character meal. I mean, it's not just dinner, it's breakfast as well. And the food is really good now. It wasn't before, but post pandemic, it's, it's good. So that's really great with a good group. If you're more of an adventurous eater, Skipper's Canteen. Yeah. We like Skipper's Canteen. It's a cute atmosphere. Yeah. No characters, but the cast members are great there. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. our like quick service, number one, we will die on this hill is Columbia Harbor house. (gasps) Yes. We love it. We love it. It's our it's, favorite. Uh, oh but my gosh. Thing, but here's the thing about it. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. Unique. It's we love well, it. What you don't well, like it? I'm sitting here. No, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, oh, number one, Columbia Arbor House is great. Okay. But I'm thinking like far and away, number one, you're building it up. And I'm like, oh, they're they're gonna say Casey's for sure. And then no, they just no, no, like no. then you just <laughs> drop the ball. And it's like it with the Columbia Harbor House. Well, oh but once again, gosh. it's that nostalgia piece because we like the clam chowder in a bread bowl. They used to have the clam oh my chowder goodness. in a bread bowl. Oh. So for me, like that was a huge piece. Yeah. And they did for the 50th, they brought it back and it was and Amazing. we like they have like salads, they have like healthier options too. I don't know. We love Columbia Harbor sauce. We also love Pecos Bills. Oh yeah, Ooh. Pecos Bills. That's a good 
that's really that's, good. You're getting rice. That uh, that would protein. be a, that'd be a good underrated option. Pecos bills. Yeah, I feel like that. That like Chip. I don't even think we've ever talked about that on the show. Um, that that was mine. That was my choice. Was it? <laughs> yes. right, well, no, it's okay. You can you can join in. What what is kind of some of your spots, Chip? That so Pecos bills is one. What are some of the other ones that you love? So. The other one we go to is Sleepy Hollow. I and I, I we just like the I like the breakfast one, which I'm not a Nutella fan at all. But on that waffle, it's pretty good. I don't know. I, I don't like Nutella normally, but on that, on I that think waffle, that was where good. I got the funnel cake that was terrible. I want to say probably. It was. I yeah, think is that Friars Nook? It might have been Friars Nook. We all, it's we in, always but it's like in that want same that area, good, and it never is. Yeah, yeah. They all are kind of in that fantasy land area. Yeah. I, I, I got the funnel cake, and it was so bad that I rage bought the like nine dollar piece of bacon on a stick. <laughs> and the bacon <laughs> on a stick was so good. It, 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 like it came with a bag of chips, in which, but like I think I gave that one like an eight point two. It was one of my favorite snacks I've ever had. It's expensive. I've never had that. It's expensive, but, but, but it's really good. If you good. come to the Minnesota State Fair, we have bacon on a stick, and it's I, really I mean, good. I'm always down for some bacon on a stick. Chip, Chip what's your other like table service that you, you love? Well, my, my other quick service is Gaston's, especially in the morning or in the afternoon. Is that the cinnamon love, roll? The cinnamon roll is good, but we love the LeFou's brew. Mm. My kids love it. It's like a frozen apple juice. My kids love that. The table service is the Thanksgiving place, and I, I just call it the Thanksgiving place. It's over. Yes, um, oh, Liberty Tree Tavern. Liberty, yeah, Liberty Tree Tavern. Yep. Yes, which gosh, you guys is, are all crazy. Ugh. We're saving that. Yeah, we're, we're, saving we're doing that. that in the We've fall. Heard it's for the really first time. good. And Liberty so Tree Tavern that's, is good. We love Thanksgiving. I mean, being Midwestern people, we we love that food. And my my wife's pretty much Amish, so it's like a home cooked meal for her. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we're excited to try it. We've heard good things. We've never been, but yeah. we we that's kind of our vibe too. We love a good home cooked. I I, I I cannot believe we got through three people and nobody <laughs> mentioned Casey's. So we're not. We I will, love it, Casey's. It's yours. Oh we know my it's god! Yours. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I'm like, oh, I'm like cringing. So I, I mean, <laughs> they're the best fries and corn dogs that you can get anywhere. And that's true. I, I do feel like I have like a little bit of that nostalgia factor mm -hmm. because it's something that like my kids absolutely love right before the fireworks. So it's something oh, yeah. like, we'll oh. we'll do like the pre fireworks dessert party and you can just take Casey's over and have a place to sit or you can go on the hub grass and you can just sit mm -hmm. there and eat. And there's something about like when you're, when you're a Disney person there's something about seeing your kids on the hub grass, like playing and eating and oh yeah, just yes. running around that like it just kind of hits. So I do think that that's that's part of it. But I like I'm one of the people that like if I'm and this is kind of a cop out, but if I'm gonna do table service when I'm at Magic Kingdom, I would rather do it at a resort. Absolutely. So I would rather yeah. like oh yeah, of pop, course, pop out and go to like California Grill or something. Like there, there's not a lot of places that like really jump out to me that I like, I'm like, I really have to eat there on this trip. And, and I think we have to, because I want to make sure that we cover this for first timers too. Like the big ones are Cinderella's Royal table and be our guest. And if you're going to choose, I'd love to know what you guys think. If you're going to choose between one or the other, which one would you pick? And I'll preface that by saying like, for me, it would definitely be Cinderella's Cinderella's Royal table. 
I think that be our guest, like maybe this is a little bit of a hot take, but it's kind of fallen off in terms of quality. Oh, we agree. Um, and, and I, well, now I'm getting ahead of myself because we were going to talk about this on overrated or underrated. So let's do it now. <laughs> overrated or underrated girls are, are be our guest. What is your thought? Overrated. Right. Yeah, you don't. The, the only character is the beast. Where's Bell? Like, what are we doing? Wait, Lumiere, oh, Cogsworth. since anger. We, so we, we, oh, we get fired up about this. We're like, what are you doing? Like, well, we, I guess we I hit always a spot. get the most upset because there's when Disney does something like this, like there's so much potential, and they make it three fourths of the way there, and then they just give up. It's an expensive meal too. So oh. Way overpriced. Yeah. It's Bring back the quick the service lunch. There you go. Yeah. Chip, I, 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 I think I know where you're going to end up on this, but where, where do you find it on the overrated, underrated scale? Oh, it's overrated. Yeah. If we're going to go back to the original question, I've eaten at both, and I would go to Cinderella's Royal Table just more because of the character interaction. Yes, totally. Yeah. The food's not, food's not great. I'm going to tell you that. It's not the best food of all time. But You're not going there for a meal. It's no, really no. just that. It's, it's the characters. It's meeting the princesses. Yeah, the food was okay. Like it wasn't like it, nothing special. The the well, view see, from inside of Cinderella's royal table, like inside the castle, looking out, is pretty amazing. But they're both equally well themed. I think. Like be our guest yeah. is a really really well themed restaurant, even if they don't have great characters. It's it like the actual theming inside is pretty awesome, especially for kids. But I don't think yeah. one is like, you know, light years above the other. And certainly, I think overall, Cinderella's Royal Table is better. And they're about the same price, which I mm -hmm. think is kind of the frustrating part. But I've seen a lot of people talk about how they need to revamp the characters and stuff at Be Our Guest and, and definitely agree there. Let's talk about characters. And I want to touch on this very quickly. Are there any character meets that you think are a must and kind of where do you rank the different character meets that, that they have at Magic Kingdom? We love characters. Yes. Super fun. We have like little autograph books. And, I, I love um, it. We'll have you guys ever we'll done anything out. like creative outside of autograph books? Like have you ever done picture frames? I've like, seen it just... like on like Instagram and stuff. And yeah. I think maybe we'll tackle the picture frame one. I saw actually a lot of people on my last trip doing that. I think it's such a cute way to kind of like mm -hmm. display it. I've we have it purses, yeah, or tumblers. Yeah, I so did the cute. Yeti bottle. The Yeti yes, bottle yeah, tumbler. we love that. Yeah. That's so we love that. But I think for me, like my biggest character, like we love the ugly stepsisters. They're so funny, and oh, they're hilarious. They make, like we just think that they're hilarious. They're they're cast so well, and they talk mm -hmm. to you so much. Like we think that they're just like they're so funny. I mean, we ran as them for the 10k <laughs> that was the villain yeah the, the villain, villain 10k year. so we like love seeing them too and yeah and they're just they're so funny and they'll kind of poke fun at you they'll talk to mm -hmm. you so that's like one of our go-tos and i know you can like always find them kind of like walking around fantasy land or just like to the left of the castle like right over yeah. the bridge they're always over there but they're hilarious i think it if you are someone who really wants to meet characters or if you have like a little girl who loves the princesses, Magic Kingdom is really great for that. You've got the character dining. If you don't want to do the character dining, there's what is it like it rotates, but I know it's like Rapunzel, Princess Tiana, Hall. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. a really good spot too. Like you'll you get to meet it quite a few and you only have to wait in line, I think, the one mm -hmm. time. Yeah, I love yeah, the they let, they let you pick you can pick two on one side or two on the other. Usually it's yep. like Tiana and Cinderella, or no Tiana and 
Rapunzel or Elena and sure, Rapunzel. Cinderella. Yep. Something like that. And you can pick yeah. so you, you have if you want to do all four, you have to wait in line twice, but either way, you're getting to meet, you know, four of the princesses pretty quickly there. I, I do wish they would rotate the princesses there more for the kids. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's been those same four for a really long time. And yeah, I feel like Elena's day in the sun has come and gone. Yeah. yeah. Like they got rid of Merida and like that's fine. Mirabelle is like a better meat than Merida, but Merida is better than Elena of Avalor. So. I agree. Elena. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I do, I love Brave. So like, I was really sad about that one. She's a, like she's a fun, a fun interaction. Yeah. Right. She's and, fun. I, uh, like, and I thought they would keep her over in, wasn't in Adventureland, but it was out in front of the she Hall had, of like, Presidents. Little area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, she had a little area like right next to the castle. And then they booted her for Mirabelle where they put the casita. And, yeah. and they, oh, they, right. they put her like temporarily by like where you could get on the the ferry boat. Oh, uh, by like Tom Sawyer. Okay. Yes, by Tom Sawyer Island, and yeah. she she was right there like temporarily, and then she just disappeared. So I don't know, but hopefully Chip, she comes back. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope so too. But Chip, Chip, what's your thought on characters? Magic Kingdom's probably the best for princesses overall, but you can meet Minnie and Mickey. Minnie and Daisy are over at the Pete's. What's that called? The Silly Sideshow? Silly Sideshow, yeah. Yeah. But the best character meet at Magic Kingdom is Enchanted Tales with Belle. And it's not, it's the best. It's, see, my daughter, she was the beast. And it was, like, I was, I I was one of the, the, I had to hold something. I forget what it was. But it was one of the best, best experiences we've had. It it is the, it is probably the most underrated, I think, experience at, at Magic Kingdom. And it's awesome that they let everybody take a picture with Belle and they kind of go through the whole thing. So I, I definitely agree there. It's it's one of the best. I, I think Mirabelle's the best for me just because I think it's so well themed there. And it it never takes as long as I think it should, like with her popularity. <laughs> but there, there are so many characters that like need more respect at, oh, yeah. at Magic Kingdom. Like so I, I would I would love to see Miguel like get more than a cavalcade, Raya needs more yeah. than a cavalcade there's a lot of them that i think could be really good that that they don't have but that said there's a lot of really good ones so definitely you know check all those out that we've chatted about La- last thing we're going to talk about really quickly in terms of magic kingdom is happily ever after the first question that i, I feel like we should ask every guest is like a barometer is are you a happily ever after or enchantment person so girls what what is, what is your and Jim, i don't know that i've ever gotten your final verdict on this question which one is oh, it for you guys? Well, you got engaged. Happily ever, ever after. Yeah, so happily like, ever after. Like, always. oh, it is like I, 100%. it has a piece of my heart. Like, even if you took out like me getting engaged under. But it's not, it's not a fair question for you. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, okay. Even if I took that out, like I loved it. Like it, it's just, it's, it's so good with the projections the and the show. music. It's, it's got all the classic tunes, like the fireworks. It's, it's the mashups are so good. Like you mm-hmm. really get like an, a great, variety of options like all the great songs i just like sometimes i like will watch it on youtube and yeah. why do i do that i don't know but i'm just like my serotonin's low i'll watch happily ever after 100 <laughs> percent. i think <laughs> i think the projections are the castle projections are a lot better yeah. too for happily ever after but chip, chip what is your what is your decision here i feel like i feel like you're oh, an enchantment the- guy I'm not. I'm a happily ever after. I have so many memories with happily ever after with my kids, mm-hmm. with my 
dad and my stepmom with my kids. Now I'm going to have my mom and stepdad this, this summer that it's, it's, it's a great song too. Like I can watch that. I, I, I listen, I ain't gonna lie. I probably watch it at least once a month. I watch. watch yes. Me too, YouTube. Chip. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. I'm just like, Oh, like my heart strings. I mean, I loved it so much. I like walked down the aisle to happily ever after. I loved oh, yeah. it. Like it was so, so I think it is, it's an unfair question to ask me, but we, we, we watched and we liked enchantment. It just wasn't, it didn't like give us that like okay. tugs at the heartstrings, like longevity that yeah. happily ever after did. I mean, it I, was, it was no harmonious. I'll just say oh, that yeah, we love harmonious too. I like I'm the Walt Disney touch. I liked the Walt Disney touch of a chance. Yes. That's about it. I mean, it's happily ever after, after that. Well, 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 we finally all agree on something. So I'll, I'll, I'll give that. <laughs> happily, it's definitely happily ever after for me too. My, my kids love enchantment though. So there, there's still people out there that do like enchantment better, but I'm a happily ever after guy. So when it comes to happily ever after, what are your tips or thoughts on where and when and how to kind of position yourself for seats or standing spots? How do you guys approach so, it? We've never done it, but I have heard the dessert party is really worth it. Like if you, and especially I think if I had young kids, I would do the dessert party. You're guaranteed good seating and a, a physical seat. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can run around on the hub grass if they need to, and mm -hmm. they get bored halfway through. <laughs> There's there's nothing worse than like a kid with their phone, like sitting in a stroller with a phone on full volume, the phone on full brightness because they don't care about the fireworks and they're sitting behind you. I'm a huge advocate for I'm, I'm a huge advocate for the fireworks dessert parties. So I'll, I'll definitely touch on that a little bit. But where, where do you guys like where do you guys like to stand? Or get your spot. Wherever we can, Not wherever, yeah, in. wherever we weasel in, and so we, you weasel in like, like fifteen take. minutes before it starts. Yes. Oh yeah, we do, oh, yeah. and and I know that's a hot take too because we see people like sitting and waiting, and I think like maybe this will change now that we like are going to bring a little one, but I think that it's like eh, he'll probably like be in bed by then. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's why we bring the grandma, grandma and grandpa are there. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send them home. But we like weasel yeah. our way in anywhere because also like we want to be able to get out. So yeah. like yeah. the biggest congestion at the end is like, we like to be somewhere at the end, whether it be like right under like the top or like, it's either like on the left side or the right side, but we're really, we're never in the middle because that's where you get stuck. And now like, yeah. because if you time it correctly and you want to see the show, but you can still buzz out to Tomorrowland or buzz out to Fantasyland and you can still get on rides while people are still kind of dispersing. I think it depends on if there are extra magic hours or not. If there are extra magic hours will base our spot on like did we get on buzz lightyear today no we didn't mm -hmm. okay so we're gonna go over by tomorrowland and then like as the final notes are playing we'll go run over there are you guys always, always looking for the hub or do you guys sometimes go to main street i've never, uh, we've never done main street we've never done main street it's a beautiful view, especially with yeah. the lights. Like it's kind of like this. Uh, it's gorgeous. I think we're just usually able to get a decent spot that's still like close to a walkway, and we're power walkers, so we'll bob and weave our way through oh. the crowds yeah. to get out. <laughs> Chip, where do you usually like to go when when you've got the kids? You know what? I've done both. Where we stood, we stood on Main Street, and then this past time we stood on the right side by Tomorrowland, right by the popcorn stand, right there. Oh, that's which a was good a, spot. That's a great spot because we just went over, we refilled our popcorn, we got the kids' ice cream bars, and we waited about 10 minutes. 
and then we were able to go right into Tomorrowland on the north side, so right by the teacups up there. And we had extra magic hours, so it was nice that way too. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget that there's projections on the buildings on Main Street. So like there there is like something that you miss if you're on the hub, but we always go by the hub. And when I'm by myself, I, I'm like you guys, girls. I, I, I just like slide in wherever I can get in and I get in and out and it's not a big deal. But when you've got the kids, the fireworks dessert party is like borderline the best money that you can spend at Disney because you're only going to do the fireworks when you've got little kids, you're only going to do them like once because you can't keep them out that late. So many days at Disney because the days are just so long. So like if you're going to pick your one day that you're going to do a nighttime show and then maybe there's going to be one other day on the trip that you're going to do Fantasmic, you really need to plan it right. And the, the fireworks dessert party is not cheap, but you get a spot to sit for dinner, like before the party or before the fireworks start, you get drinks, you get desserts, you get all that stuff that's included, but then you get the spot on the hub that you, and they, they make everybody stand now. Like you can't sit on the hub. Oh, oh, yeah. There's no, like, you don't get like a physical chair or anything. And basically they, they've gotten to the point where they sell so much of them that everybody stands and then moves forward. So it get, it does get <laughs> crowded, like, you know, like any concert or whatever else, but you still have, like, there's not a bad spot to stand there. Yeah. It, which is, which is the benefit. And you don't have, like, you can go over there 10 or 15 minutes right before walk the kids over. They park your stroller for you, which is great. Oh, that alone is to- worth it. A little stroller yeah. ballet. We love that. Yeah. Like, so like it's yeah. up in underneath Tomorrowland Terrace. They park the stroller there and then you get to just pop up and grab it and then head out. And you're right by the exit, which is the other beautiful benefit. Like the alley that goes behind Main Street, most people that have never been to Magic Kingdom, you can't go back in in that area during the day. So you don't even realize it's there, but they open these walls and it lets you walk behind Main Street to exit, you know, all the way down and you can avoid all of Main Street. And you're you're literally right there. And and I I'm a huge advocate for it because it just makes dealing with kids at Magic Kingdom so much easier for the fireworks and they enjoy it more because they're able to run around and get some energy out. The parents aren't freaking out because they they can't really go anywhere either, which is the other benefit, right? Like they're kind of fenced in. So I I think it's, it's worth its weight. You know, every, every chance I get, I recommend it, but if you're not going to do it, you need to get out there early when you've got a stroller, and you've got the yeah. kids. Oh, because, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I saw a video the other day of a guy carrying a stroller over his head through that crowd. And I was like, <laughs> God bless you. Cause yeah. that, would not, that would not be me. So we, we've talked about all things magic kingdom tonight and we want to play a little fun game before we get you off here. I know this show has gone long, so thanks for everybody for bearing with us. And we hope you've enjoyed it, but we're going to do really quickly our overrated or underrated segment And we're going to talk about one resort and one snack. And we've talked enough about Tron that I'm not going to talk about Tron. But in terms of resorts, I want to ask you about Art of Animation. Is it overrated or underrated? So, girls, I want to hear what you have to say first. I guess, first of all, have you stayed there? No, almost. We almost did one. So we I almost did a bunch did, of we research. Ha- yeah, well, so we, we haven't stayed there, but we've okay. done, yeah, we have done a bunch of research on yeah. it. What is your what is your take? Is it overrated or is it underrated? It would be I would personally say overrated if I was 
going, it w- I would have to be going with a specific kind of group because I know that they have like a separate room and they have like the pull down suites or pull down beds and all they that stuff. The family suites, but, yeah. yeah, like the family suite. So I think it has its pros and its cons. Yeah, but honestly, mm-hmm. overrated. I Fair. mean, it's, it's pretty, the theming is kind of meh. I, I I tend to agree. Chip, what do you think? I think it's, you know what? I, I'm probably leading more towards the overrated, but the fact that it has the Skyliner maybe yeah. makes it mm. underrated. Now, here's my one caveat. It is more expensive normally than Pop Century, which I, I personally think would make it overrated, but being on the Skyliner is the most underrated thing in Disney. So any resort on Skyliner access is probably underrated. So I'm going to go with underrated. I And the only reason why I think it's overrated is because of the Skyliner. And it's, it's only because pop Century is available at the same price or lower. Usually like yeah, you, you need to I, yeah. fit that like unique, that unique family size of like five or six where you're trying to get to a value. But the other part that gets really frustrating. And I see this a lot when I'm like booking trips is that you're like right at the price of a moderate at that point. But yeah. what's get, where it gets really frustrating is like you can't stay at Coronado with a family of five. You have to get two rooms. So, like, so like you're you're then looking at like Caribbean Beach with the fifth sleeper or something like that, and it like it gets kind of wonky when you've got the the weird family sizes. And I say weird, but I've got a family of five, so like I'm right there with <laughs> you. But so I I think it's overrated just because it gets it tends to be in my opinion overpriced and the theming is better than like all-star sports or all-star music, but I, and frankly, I think the theming is better than pop century just because I think yeah. pop century is, is a little overhyped too, but that's just, mm-hmm. that's just my thoughts. So I, the, the last one I really want to get you guys on is you is the snack overrated or underrated spring rolls. And it can be the pizza or the cheeseburger. What do you guys think? I would say underrated. It's kind of, unless you're a true Disney fan, you don't know, like true Disney fans know what the spring roll is. They know where the spring roll is. They know that it's not always there, but a lot of people just walk by it. They have no idea. We love it. And during wine and dine, like last fall, they had the Reuben one. Oh my gosh. I went back like four times for it. It was so good. Yeah. And that's the fun thing too, is they'll bring in fun flavors. There's really never a wait too. Like I, you know, you know, it's, I think, yeah, underrated for sure. We love, we love the spring rolls. It does not get enough love. Chip, what do you, what do you think? Overrated or underrated? I think it's overrated. Um, Oh God, I knew. Can we, can we not agree on this show? Come on. (laughs) Well, listen, it was underrated until they raised it up to $10 for two. two. Money, money is not a thing at Disney. No, Does it even exist? It's just it's just yeah. funny money. You just no when you yeah, get connected to your magic band, yeah. money's not real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, is it a snack credit on the dining plate? Because then we're talking it's it's a good value then. I don't, I don't, I don't, think, so. I don't think it is. I don't think so. No, it's like a novelty uh, ice cream bars and like a cup of cheese sauce and stuff like yeah. that for for the <laughs> snack credit. So you, you're not gonna get that lucky. But that, that's a that's a fair take. I to me, I think I just don't think they get enough love and enough hype. You know, they're not the thing that you see on people talking about on social media enough. So I feel like a lot of people, they're like, you know, what, what do you mean? I need to try a spring roll. Like you need to try the spring rolls. So try the they spring are good roll. though. Yeah. yeah I, I think they're, they're definitely like 
if I'm telling somebody to go in for the first time, don't get a popcorn bucket. Go get a spring roll. It's you know an easy an easy decision in in my world. So that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media or via email. I can be found at at Adventures of a Disney Dad. Chip, where can people find you? At Robinson Dad Life. And girls, where can people find you if they want to touch base, follow, all those things? Yeah, we are at the mini sisters, M-I-N-N-E sisters. There's no I in there. And yeah, come give us a follow. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, we are only on Instagram right now, but who knows? Just don't don't go to X. You know, that's like it's like the dark place. So stay away from there. And we'll include everybody's (laughs) socials in the show notes. So make sure you touch base with everybody. And girls, we we really appreciate you guys having being on the show. It was a lot of fun. We hope you had a good time. And of course, if you're interested in having me assist you in planning your next Universal or Disney vacation, please feel free to reach out. All the links to get a free quote are in the show notes. And we appreciate support for the show. Everything that we do kind of goes through the agency services and things like that. Services are completely free to you, and we'd love to help you plan your next dream vacation. If you have a moment and you could like, follow, subscribe, and review the podcast on whatever platform you prefer, we would greatly appreciate the support. We know you have a lot of choices when it comes to the content you consume, and we hope this episode brightened your day. Girls, again, we thank you again a ton. We hope you guys had fun. Yeah, thank you we so did. much. We, we had did. a blast. Thank you thank so you. much for having us. And we uh, will look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. We can't wait. We'll awesome. See you when we see you.